1 Thessalonians says this, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Pray without ceasing. I actually tried that before. I actually decided in my very literal part of my brain that I would just have a day of praying without ceasing. I decided that I wouldn't change my routine at all. I would go through my day, I'd go through my appointments, I'd go through my routine, and I would be in a constant state of prayer. So the idea was I would wake up with a dear Lord and I'd go to bed with an amen. And everything in between would be a perfect prayer. Well, guess what? Do you think that happened? Yeah, it did not. I tried it a few times and it never quite worked the way I thought that it should. And the reason is, is because as I went about my day, I would get distracted. I would go to send an email. And you know how whenever you have an email you need to send, you kind of forget to send it because you're reading all the others? Or you pick up your phone to check a text and somehow you get distracted into social media. Somehow you end up spending all this time looking at the lives of all these people and you're distracted by the thing in front of you. We get so distracted and that's normal. So it's hard to have a day of praying without ceasing, without being distracted. And distracted, I think, is kind of the name of where we've been lately because there's so much that can distract us from our religion distract us from our spirituality. There's a story about a minister and the minister says that he went to get his hair cut. And as soon as the person cutting his hair found out that he was a minister, she began to tell him the reasons why she doesn't go to church. That happens. And she said, you know, I don't really need church. I don't need it. Because when I wake up on Sunday morning and I am a spiritual person, I go to the mountain and I hike and I spend time with God. And the preacher getting his hair cut said, you know, I think that's fantastic. I think that you can definitely find God in the mountains. God is definitely in nature. But then he said, you know what? I own a pair of scissors, but I don't cut my own hair. The idea is that in order to be good at craft, in order to be good at cutting hair, you can't do it in isolation. You can't take a pair of scissors and cut your own hair over and over and over again. It takes time. It takes practice. It takes discipline. And it takes being with other people when you do it. And the same is true for our faith. The same is true for our religion and the same is true for our spirituality. Being a spiritual person is good and going all kinds of places to be that person is good and to find God in all things. But guess what? Part of our spirituality is coming together and learning it together and practicing it together and being disciplined in it together. You cannot do it alone in isolation. It's time to practice the craft of prayer together. In corporate worship, because that's what we're called to do as a people of faith. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to spend time in intentional 
corporate prayer. And so I wanna tell you a little bit about it as we get started. I wanna give you a few tips about prayer. Because sometimes people think, I don't even know how to pray. If there's a child in your life, you may know one blessing over food. Who knows some type of prayer you can say at the dinner table? Anybody? Little ones, raise those hands. I know you do. Really? I don't know any prayers? Yeah, I know you do. Yeah, we all probably know a Superman prayer. Yes. We know God is great. God is good, right? We know those prayers. We have prayers that we say together, kind of routine around the dinner table. Those are good. Don't stop. If you may spend time at night praying, let's say our nighttime prayers together. We're very intentional with kids when we pray. Sometimes though, maybe it's just me. Sometimes when you go to pray at night, what happens? You fall asleep. It's okay. I'm here to tell you that is a normal thing. If you wait till you go to bed to pray, you will fall asleep. That's not terrible. At least you're trying, right? So here's some tips I want to tell you about prayer. Set no expectations. Do not set yourself up. Don't have expectations of a certain time you have to pray. A certain number of minutes. When you pray, you do not have to sound like the King James Bible. The King James Bible is gorgeous. It's got beautiful language in it, but we do not speak that way. So don't set your prayer up that way. Another tip, you have chosen to live with people. There's somebody in your house that you have asked to be there or that you wanted there. How many times have you taken that person by the hand And so we're going to pray together right now, out loud. And we're going to do this daily. We're going to do this weekly. We're going to do this monthly, whatever it is in your house. A tip is to find somebody in your home, hold their hand, look into their eye and say, let's pray right now. Prayer is never used as some form of passive aggressive weapon to try to control somebody. It's not how you use prayer. Prayer is not used to somehow control the outcome of an event. That's not very good either. Prayer is intended to be a relationship between you and your Lord. So it's not to pray and wake up or look, open your eyes and say, hey, where's the light? Where's the miracle? The purpose of prayer is to put yourself in such a place where you know whenever you open your eyes, you are ready to, are prepared to see what's in front of you in a new way, knowing that God is with you when you do. So it's a different kind of relationship than the one that we think of. There are all kinds of prayers too. There is something called praying in color. Have you ever heard of this? I think in the past with Chapel Roswell, you've actually done it a little bit. It's called praying in color and you take the pages and you start with a God doodle and you begin to pray in color all around it. And that's wonderful. Another type of prayer is called a body prayer. And if you want to, you can Google Julian of Norwich. And this is an actual 
wonderful, very intentional way to pray. You use your body and you use your arms to ask and receive and feel. It's a wonderful way to pray with your body. Another way to pray is look right here. This is a great visual. This is called a prayer labyrinth. And today we're just using the prayer labyrinth as a visual, but I wanna introduce it to you today because you will see this again. This is gonna come very quickly in your life, possibly. This is gonna be set up as a time for you to use on your own time. So I wanna introduce it now as a visual. This is a prayer labyrinth where you walk and you pray. It's a journey. Another way to pray is the way we will do today and it's called the Acts Prayer. It's a great format, it's pretty simple. A-C-T-S. Every letter stands for something. And typically what I do when I use the Acts prayer, I make one big prayer and I put pieces of all of it in it. So you're welcome to do that today. You're also welcome just to sit in one of the letters because sometimes people are just in a certain place and they just need to spend time in that one. And so you are welcome to do that today. So what we'll do is we'll go through each letter of Acts and we'll spend some time in prayer. And then I'll start the prayer. There'll be a moment of silence for you to pray whatever's on your heart. And then we'll have a song. Our band will have music for us. So that will be kind of the format. And if people cry, it's okay. It will not distract us. It will only add to the life of this body of faith together. And so we are gonna be very intentional about our time today. And so I wanna show you what, what we're gonna center ourselves around for our prayer. Sometimes whenever I have a group of people and we spend time in prayer or study, I always center us around these things right here. I always have a light to symbolize the light of Christ. I always have something green so that we remember that we are God's good creation. And I always have scripture, no matter what it's open to or what it's on. And I always have, as you know, the NRSV, but I always have scripture open so that I can remember our conversation and our prayer life is always grounded in the word of God. So may we be in a spirit of prayer now, gathering around these words. May the spirit of Christ that lives within us move among us now. The first letter is A. What does A stand for? Adorate. Thank you. You almost said it. Adoration. Adoration is a time when you can call God by whatever name is on your heart. It's a time you get to pick your own pronoun. You get to pick whatever it is that you praise God for. And so think now about what you want to praise God for in your life. And that's how we will begin. Does anybody have a word they want us to center around for adoration? Anybody? All right, we'll start. Holy Lord, now we begin a time of prayer. We begin a time that 
is holy and sacred as our feet are planted in this chapel. So may indeed you move among us as we pray together and individually. And may we not be afraid to say what's on our heart to you. And may we not be afraid to speak it out loud or whisper it to the people that we came with. So now, Lord, we do praise you. You are holy and you are good. And you're a place of strength and you're a place of refuge. And you made mountains and you made chapel. And so we spend time now, Lord, just adoring and praising you.
stands for confession. So we move into a time where you tell God what it is that you want forgiveness for. What is it that you've done this week that maybe you're not proud of? Or maybe what is it just in your heart that you want to share that you want to confess? So let's be in a moment of confession. Lord, we are sorry for the times that we've been weak. We're sorry for the times that we didn't listen. And we are sorry for the times that we caused harm to someone else. If we got on our parents' nerves or if we fought with our spouse or if we aggravated our brother or sister, Lord, we're sorry for those things. We're sorry for not paying attention. And now we are coming to you with a time that we share the big stuff and the little stuff. mother's womb you formed me with your hands known and 
loved by you Before I took a breath When I doubted, Lord, remind me I'm wonderfully made You're an artist and a potter I'm the canvas and the clay together for my future and for my good you make all things work together for your glory and for your
What are you thankful for? We move into tea. What are the things that you're thankful for? Anybody? Just shout them out or whisper them. Babies. For chapel. Let's be in a state of thanksgiving. Lord, we give you everything that we are thankful for. We are thankful. We are thankful to have one another and we're thankful for all life. And we're thankful for the many things where we see you. And so we share with you now the many ways that we just sit in thankfulness of you.
Prayer of Thanksgiving for ice cream, Uncle. Favorite thing of mine. I love ice cream, so especially when it's cold. So I, I, I was giving a prayer of thanks for that. I gave a prayer of thanks uh, for your trust. It's a great privilege that you trust me, that you share things with me, and you have, and I'm thankful for it. I prayed for that. And I prayed for our camera crew. I don't know if you've looked at them lately. They are a very special group. People behind computers up there and the people behind production. I prayed prayers of thanksgiving because we are able to do so much because they're here. And so I pray for, I'm thankful for the people in my life. And so that's what leads us to a time of supplication your acts, your end letter of S. Adoration, confession, thanksgiving, and now supplication, things that you ask for, for yourself and for other people. So this is a time that we pray and say, this is what we want. This is what we need. This is what we're asking you for. It's okay. And so however raw it might be or um, how sophisticated it may or may not feel, it's a time for you um, to ask. And so we'll do that together. But during this time, if there is a name or if there's a desire, just say it out loud. Say it out loud, share it. And so you can hear it. We pick up of a time of thanks, Lord, and we turn to you for others. There are many things in people's lives that would help them make it better. 
And so we ask for that now. We ask that you help give whatever is needed. Lord, there are people that we know of that are in hospitals who are sick, that do have a treatment they're waiting on or have a phone call they're waiting on. And so, Lord, we just pray for them now. And Lord, we know that there are marriages that are hurting. We know there are marriages that have been broken. We know that there are deep long-term relationships that just need a moment. So we pray for all of those, all of the people and lives that two people represent. There are people sometimes that we don't see. There are people that go unnoticed or go unheard. And so we pray for them. There are many people who are hurting in silence, who go to homes that aren't safe, who turn to people who aren't healthy. And so we pray for them. We pray that they have some refuge that they find. We pray they have some confidence some person of hope that pulls them closer to you. And Lord, we pray for schools. Schools can be hard and stressful. So we pray for that. We pray for the teachers and the educators and for the many people who don't want to go back. We pray for anybody who's fearful of something. The issues in our lives that just cause us hurt or pain or fear. So we give those to you now. Any uncertainty that faces us, anything that we want to control that's just not going how we want it to or how we think it should, Lord, we give those to you now. And Lord, we know in our hearts that you are always there when we call on your name, but may we feel it in such a way that it imprints on us. May we remember the moment today when we prayed. May we remember the person next to us that we hold. May we remember the person next to us that we just feel the warmth of. And may we remember the place that we have in this chapel so that at any point, if we have doubt or if we feel lonely, We are connected right back here today to this spot because we know that prayers and scripture are fulfilled today. And so anytime we need it, may you put us back in this place and may we be filled with hope and promise and a light that tells us it's your warmth we feel. Your light breaks through it all. 
your son taught us to pray. And so today we pray those words by memory or just by hearing them. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And give us this day our daily bread and forgive us for our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. The Lord's Prayer is one of those perfect examples of prayers that you know, but you can't say alone. It's so much easier to pray sometimes when someone's next to you helping you have the next word. Any point that you're in a group of people and somebody says, let's have a word of prayer. Do we have any volunteers? My prayer is that the very first person to raise their hand is connected to Chapel Roswell and says, I'll do it because you know how. And so now I will close us with saying the very opposite as we began. May the spirit of Christ that has moved among us now return within us. Amen. There are many ways to respond, definitely through prayer. When you, woke, when you come from prayer, you know you are ready to engage into the world. And you may do that with your gifts here to this campus. Those are ways that you can give to Chapel Roswell and Roswell United Methodist. As you leave, you will also see we have stations on these tables. Remember, we have rolling responses through the season of Epiphany. And so you will see an interest survey. What is it that you want to be involved in this year? How are you going to use your gifts? There's also a stack of star words. In case you haven't been here in these last two weeks, we have words that we've been giving out. There's on stars, and that's meant for you to hold all year as a word for you to have around you that will come to you. We had um, one, I want to show you one response of that word. One Chapel Roswell person received the word craft. And just in this last week, look at this wonderful craft of a star that she's gifted me with. And so uh, these words, these stars, they're meaningful and they will come to you again and again if you allow them. So if you don't have a star word, you can pick one up on the tables. Another wonderful thing that we have going on this next weekend is AYL, Alter Your Life. And you'll see I already have on a prayer bracelet. And so I'm asking you now as a response, when you leave this place, pick up a bracelet. It has the name of a person on it. You take the bracelet off, you put it on your wrist and you pray for this youth who is going to come to this campus for Friday, Saturday and Sunday and be a part of Alter Your Life. I've got mine. So Smith, you're in my prayers this whole week and especially next weekend. And so you know how to pray. You have a great format to do it. Pick up a prayer bracelet and be connected. If you wanna uh, sign up to volunteer for an hour or two hours or your whole day on Saturday, you can. There are QR codes as well for AYL weekend. So we want you to be part of that. Trip is here with us if you have any questions find trip. I know he would love to answer them all. Now may we stand together as we prepare ourselves to receive a benediction today. And I'd remind you that next week when we're back, 
We will have the sacrament of baptism, which includes you, a part of those baptismal vows. And so we invite you to come back and partake in our baptism service. So now I hear these words. Pray with the faith of a mustard seed. Pray to move a mountain and pray without ceasing. In the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, go now in peace. Amen.